you heard of a virus that only attacks a select few people? Well, this isn't fantasy. This is real life. The Wuhan coronavirus, also known as 2019 novel coronavirus, has been ravaging China and has started moving throughout the world. Right now, it's only relatively relegated in large numbers purely to China. But how long can that last? Especially with new data. Data has changed. So I know that there's a lot of people out there who are, uh, who I mean, you're every, largely aware, the, the majority of people are especially, of the fact that there is a pandemic in the brewing, right? What people don't know is that there's actually been a lot of information that's come out that is uh, suppressed information, for the lack of a better word, that... Uh, very fitting. Very fitting. That the coronavirus is far more than we think it is. So far, four different laboratories, including one in Taiwan, one in India, and two different ones within China, have stated that the coronavirus doesn't behave and hasn't been evolving in a, in a pattern that usually follows the natural order of virus progression. I mean, just with the things that it does, for example, people die and it still spreads. It's still spreading. It still does things that a normal virus wouldn't do. And that's pretty, that's pretty crazy, like scary. Yeah, for, for the most part, when a virus or, or bacteria or uh, even fungal infections, when the, when the human host dies or the host in general dies, the virus and bacteriums usually die along with the host because there's no way for them to, uh, to escape and be propagated in the way they do. Especially that the, the Wuhan coronavirus is, a, uh, is an airborne pathogen, meaning that when you cough, it, it is ejected out of your body in droplets. And, uh, and when you come in contact with these droplets, either by breathing them in yourself because you're within proximity, or you touch a surface that has the, uh, the virus live, and you touch a, an orifice of your body that then allows the virus to, to gestate within you, normally that's how viruses work. But this virus, once you've already had it in your body, and even after surviving it, some of the uh, Taiwanese uh, scientists that have uh, determined that it's that it's not behaving in the in a natural pattern, um, they they've said that the virus even after death continues to be ejected from the body. How is this possible? We need Matt Damon. We need Matt Damon. We need Matt Damon in China now. Contagion. Uh, but no, dude, for reals, like, like you think about that movie and like the how fast things spread because of incompetence of governments mm-hmm. in terms of like. Especially when it's and suppression it's, of information. And excuse the word, but it's like penis swinging, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, it's like they don't want to seem weak. I mean, let's not, let's not kid ourselves. If it were the United States, we'd do the exact same thing. We, yeah. wouldn't, we wouldn't ask for help because it makes us look weak. Yeah, and uh, how could a global superpower ask for, for help from everybody else, right? I mean, that's that's just one of those things that that when you're in power, you try to make sure that you seem in complete control. And this is a situation that, for all intents and purposes, how can you control an invisible enemy? Exactly. And it, you can't. The, the the fact of the matter is you can't. And the only thing you can do is uh, is mitigate the, the outbreak that, that's going on. Which is exactly what they're doing. I mean, there are reports uh, coming out that the, uh, the area around Wuhan, which are several small cities, because uh, Wuhan is a, is, a, is a large cultural hub city. Uh, that's actually where, during the time that the uh, the virus started propagating, uh, they were having many of the uh, the Chinese New Year festivals. People were preparing in mass. I mean, it's one people don't uh, don't know for the most part that the Chinese New Year 
is one of the largest migrations of people in the entire world. Yep. It's estimated that during that time, at least, at the very least, 30 million people move around China. And that's scary because that's thirty million. Like normally, let's let's just take this contagion out of, out of the out of the equation. Thirty million people was gonna spread some shit. No, yeah, no matter what it is, even if it was just a standard cold, it's gonna spread some. It's shit. gonna spread. And uh, now let's put the equation the the contagion into the equation. Some shit is definitely spreading in China. And to compound the issues, the scientists that have been that have been doing the research, uh, including. Uh, Dayan Goao, who is the lead uh, biological researcher at the uh, at uh, the Chinese uh, biotech agencies, um, has stated that in tandem with other non-disclosed agencies, they have found out that four of the protein markers that are within the the virus that normally allow for the modulation of of uh, of the receptors within the human body, especially uh, some of the ones that are in since this is a respiratory upper respiratory infection. Uh, that would allow for the propagation within those those cells uh, have been tampered with. That and by tampered with, I mean like they don't follow the normal organic pattern of of evolution, of mutation within uh, within this type of virus with the within the coronavirus. And these these cell markers actually these specific four markers make it far more infectious in nature. You're scaring the shit out of me. Like I'm not even not for the show, but like just with the detail of like. There's a video game that we love, and we literally it's like our it's like our Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. uh, Metal Gear Solid, where they create a virus called Fox Die, mm-hmm. where they literally make a virus that targets certain people with a, a genetic variant, mm-hmm. and it goes in and it kills only those people. And that's one of the factors also that that, that have that have been coming out. And it's I mean these are these are are, are they're not it's not they're they're seemingly unsubstantiated until you look at the data. And most of this data is... You can't is, hide from science. It's preliminary. Now, as a matter... Well, here, that's the thing. You can't... Yes, you can't hide from science and you can't hide from from uh, science metrics. And a lot of people have been looking for this data. And this data is available. I I, I, I can provide links for it. Uh, I have the documents. As, we, as, we, we have documents. We have the documents. Um, Black helicopters. But... Uh, the data is coming is coming out and uh, it's it's wholly available if you, if you can if you look for it um, and it says that these receptors were modulated by someone that has some method of, of, of actually altering genetic material and now any biotech firm out there especially the ones that that specialize in weaponization and that's where this is actually taking into a direction that is that is far scarier can tell you that the way you make a, a, a biological weapon far more dangerous is by modulating it to increase infection rates. And this, although not not corroborated currently by the official Chinese numbers, um, can easily become a, a pandemic of proportions that dwarfs even the Spanish flu, which by the end of its its a uh, its uh, rotation across the earth, it killed nearly thirty million people. Which was how much of the population at the time? It was like at what? the time, it was just under four percent of the population. And it just disappeared. And then, yeah, no, we never found a cure for it. We never found a cure for it. We never found a vaccine for it. It just stopped. Yeah. And so th- we can't afford for something like that to happen this at this time around because this time around, when the, when the Spanish flu came, it was nineteen oh nine. We didn't have the mass <laughs> movement of people. Yeah. We didn't have it through planes. Like, through through commerce. Now we're literally crop dusting the virus everywhere if we're not careful. Uh, even right now, there's people could say, okay, well, you know, at, at, at airports they're getting quarantined, so that's something. Yes, 
but there's also cruise liners in different parts of different countries, <laughs> like Japan, like Japan, which are which are currently stationed outside of Japan. <laughs> so that way, they don't bring in uh, every cruise liner so far that that they've mentioned has at le- a staff of a thousand people and at least two thousand people on the ship. And so a minimum of three thousand potential contagions. And Japan doesn't give a fuck. They're they're very. They're the epitome of cleanliness over there. They don't give a damn. No, uh, they're, they're, they're quarantining them out because, uh, yeah, it, it could, especially on a small island of Japan, I mean, it could easily spread, especially because the mass hubs where they were going to, I mean, I think they were outside of Tokyo. If you get this this virus in Tokyo, game over. Yep. It's it's over. Like, uh, <clears throat> good luck trying to quarantine a city the size of Tokyo. I know. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think the I can I can look that up right now. But and the the population of Tokyo far far exceeds uh, the population of any U.S. city. Should I ask Google? I mean, I'll, I'll look it up here right now. Uh, the Tokyo population census states that Tokyo's population is currently at thirteen point three five million. Yeah, that it's over. Yeah, it's game over. If Especially you get, it's a small area like Tokyo. Yeah, if you get thirteen, if you get uh, 13.3 million people within the proximity of apparent of, of what could be thousands of people with that are infected with virus who don't show symptoms within a thirty foot radius. Within a thirty foot radius, those people become that are around them become infected. That's an entire city, thirteen million people, that would be then spreading it everywhere they go. It would be like a real life plaguing situation. Yeah, no, like. And now to make matters worse, here's the here's the part that's getting really interesting and very scary. According to some of the some of the documents that are that are that are circulating, uh, that are again not officially substantiated because of course they're not. China has to be the one that officially that officially substantiates them. Um, the markers that are that are that are found to be modulated not only go after uh, after the cells that 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 uh, that allow for it to become more infectious, but they attack S-protein receptors. And these, so the specific S-protein receptor that it modulated to attack on a, on a more frequent basis is called ACE2. Now, here's where it gets crazy. The ACE2 marker is found in abundance on Asian males. And... Yes, it's like, it's like within any within any population, you're gonna have people who have uh, a, a, a certain markers of, of different proteins or different protein expressions or genetic expressions that that could be found in in others, and that's why you'll find cases uh, of coronavirus that don't that don't attack uh, that that have uh, gone after a non-Asian individual. But usually, according to the to the to the reports, the people who get them that are non-Asian, they tend to get better faster and without much of a consequence but the asian individuals have been getting hit so hard that the death rate although officially listed as three percent by china seems to be much higher when uh whistleblowers within the hospitals within the the crematoriums of of china are stating that the numbers are actually far far higher and we have proof of that due to the fact that there's high Amounts of bodies being burned, and we can tell the areas that they're being burned in by the atmosphere. Yes, yeah, so the atmospheric uh, uh, 
data which is creepy man yeah the atmospheric data that had that that has been found uh which is on which can be easily seen on uh, on the website windy.com which tracks changes in the atmospheric uh, composition uh have found high levels of so2 so2 is usually found above locations where bio with a uh, biological material is being burned when you burn a human body about 113 grams of so2 is released into the air in and around in and around the areas of Wuhan, the SO2 levels have been have reached points of 1.3 thousand grams, uh, if not higher. And just to give you a baseline, the air in most places is is only ever concentrated to the levels of about 80 grams, and at 80 grams, it's considered high. So this is several hundred times higher. So that means they're burning at least a thousand, two thousand bodies at least a day. At any given point, so, and there's actually there's actually uh, reports where uh, live satellite data has shown white vans transporting bodies from hospitals to crematoriums, uh, in 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 several different operations, and one of them was stated to have lasted up to two hours, in which they were removing bodies, uh, and taking them into these crematoriums and. It was at a consistent flow. So hundreds, if not thousands of bodies were being taken into crematoriums and then being incinerated. And these and and in these images, you can clearly see where the C, the SO2 levels rise dramatically. They go from a couple of hundred uh, SO2 to thousands of SO2 grams per second being released into the air, <laughs> meaning that thousands. And some people have... Uh, have some epidemiologists have taken the data, broken it down uh, into into quantitative uh, figures to show how many people would be would have to be burned, would have to be cremated, uh, in order to make these kind of levels. And you're looking at at least thirteen thousand people in a in the course of a two day span, uh, having been incinerated. Yeah, that's the scary thing. Is like uh, that I always tell people is that uh, I'm a very big fan of uh, stats and statistics. A huge fan because like you can't hide from that you can't hide from that at all like you can't you can't you can't hide from numbers and you, you can't, can't hide, hide from, from numbers you can't manipulate them if you're true to what the numbers are saying it doesn't matter what you want to believe it doesn't matter what you think the numbers are going to show true to what it, to what the truth is the truth is there's this is a lot this is a lot more creepier and a lot more scarier than people think Mm -hmm. And if you actually review the same data, uh, but you use the active fire alert system, there are also fires all around the the open fields of Wuhan on the exterior, and there's no real reason for them to for them to be in in in, in a controlled fire situation at this point. It's in the middle of winter. There's there's no there's no case over there. There's no case for them to have uh, any use for controlled burns. So there's there's possibly mass incinerations in, in open fields in which the SO2 gas is being released also. So they're burning biological material that uh, that is uh, of a living organism. And not only are they burning people, but they're barricading people into their homes. Uh, yeah, they're barricading people in the city, within the city of Wuhan and within the outlying cities uh, around Wuhan. Uh, tens of millions of people are being told not to leave their homes uh, if you if you're reported to have uh, coughed or shown any symptoms, mm -hmm. they're barricading you within your home using steel bars, uh, wood planks, anything to keep you inside. 
this is full on Hollywood pandemic situation right now, man. And it's scary because uh, not a lot of people are talking about it. Not a lot of people are talking about it because the information is being fudged. A lot of people like to say, well, you know, wouldn't wouldn't uh, an organization or a government such as China want to report these things to get help? No. Nope. Uh, that's the thing. Most people don't really understand how governments work. They, they want to seem like they are under control. And China is trying to uh, position itself as the biggest and strongest country in the nation for like the past... In the world. In the world, uh, in the world for the past 20 years. So it's like, if they do that, that's going to be the, like their number two forever. And in the midst of, of the infection and the spread of the coronavirus, their economy has taken a massive hit. Uh, Alibaba and other other of their uh, large cor- corporations have taken massive hits up to a 20% decline on their year-to-year numbers. So, you know, in, they don't want to make it look even worse and then impact their their economy, which has been their crown jewel uh, in a way that, that shows them to be weaker than what they, what they want to be perceived as. Yeah, no, no nation won. Like I said, let's not kid ourselves. Uh, if it were any other nation, they would do the exact same thing China is doing right now. And that's not to, sympath- to sympathize with a dictatorship or anything like that, but it's just the way of the world right now with superpowers. If anybody shows any sign of weakness, that's, uh, that is a green light to try to take advantage. And uh, there's people that are within uh, within the, uh, the Chinese city of Wuhan that are using their... their as we know... China is a communist regime, which means that they limit information, including the internet, especially the internet. And so they have their own sub-version of the internet, uh, a subnet, you should, you should call it, um, which is only for uh, Chinese citizens. And people have had screenshots in which they show that officials from the CCP, which is the uh, the Central Chinese Police Force, uh, were saying that they have confirmed that the virus is a weaponized bioterrorism weapon so with that being the case that their own officials are saying these things internally you would expect for more people to have started reporting on the on this being the case because if the, if that's the case then there's no way that china can contain this information for much longer no and uh that's the thing with uh, people is that you cannot keep a secret like this forever somebody's gonna say something because people were scared and, and people uh, have, people have. There was that Chinese doctor mm-hmm. who uh, who blew the whistle on, on on the infection rates being higher than what they're saying, who mysteriously died from the virus, supposedly. Supposedly from the virus, although there's question about that because he died at a much faster rate than others. Yeah, if that's the case, then the virus is getting worse, which I highly doubt that's what it is. And they never reported that it's getting worse, so there's no reason to believe that that's being the case. And then there's uh, there was an indiv- another individual who was who uh, leaked a video where he walked into one of the hospitals in which the uh, the coronavirus uh, victims are being housed, where there's bodies on the sidewalk. There's bodies in the halls and people just standing amongst them. And when they asked one of the vans that is, be, is presumably taking the bodies into the crematoriums, uh, they asked one of the drivers, how many bodies have you pulled from, from this hospital just today? And the guy said, I don't know, maybe 100? That is insane. Those figures aren't the aren't coinciding with the with the official figures. What are they saying? Fifteen thousand. So far, the they say that there's seventeen to twenty two thousand who are are currently infected, 
and the death rates are uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 600. Yeah, no, that the 100 bodies... <laughs> 100 bodies in just one hospital on one day does not coincide with those numbers. Yeah, that would be like... And this man has no reason to lie. Yeah, it, it, that, that is scary within itself. And what makes it even more probable that, it, that these numbers are real are the fact that the man who leaked the video was immediately arrested that same day. Yeah. So now, like, uh, they... They have every reason to to be like that, of course, and like uh, uh, there was also reports of people being ripped from their houses if they had the virus by force, yeah, by force, like uh, stuffed into containment units and then drove it away. Yeah, and like I told you, like again, not to sympathize with the with the with the government like that, but like in situations like that, like it's it's do or die. <laughs> no, I I understand completely myself. Also, I mean, if if that was a situation that was occurring here. I would say you know you gotta you gotta make sure that you contain these people and put them in a, in a in some sort of isolation so that way they can affect others and maybe hopefully treat them and, uh, and get them better, and so I completely understand that that sentiment. It's just scary that they're not talking about it and reporting it as as fact because it is fact. Yep. You there's video these videos are are all over the internet and people have been saying oh you know those are hoaxes or hoaxes. Um, these are videos being taken. By the people ripping the people out of their homes. <laughs> and then they feel so bad about it, they put it online. And then the Chinese government tries their best to scrub them. They've been, uh, the Chinese government has been doing their best to scrub them from, from uh, TikTok, which is owned by Tencent, who just by uh, people that don't know, Tencent is the company that bought TikTok uh, from Music Corporation uh, three years ago. And they are coincidentally also the reporting agency who, is, uh, who are the reporting uh, uh company for the the current infection rate to the rest of the world and they're scrubbing this information from tiktok it uh, the the whole situation with the virus reminds me of uh of a story that you told me uh when you uh when you guys were driving home you guys saw the tornado mm, yeah remember like you're like mom there's a tornado there and you're like oh yeah i don't see anything i don't see anything tornado coming right towards you uh, how did the story go? Yeah, the, the, the tornado was uh, uh, no more than maybe like a couple hundred yards away, and my mother was driving straight to it. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a severe tornado. It was maybe like an F zero, but it still would have caused. It would probably would have blown out the windows and definitely caused some sort of of damage. And uh, she wouldn't stop going because she didn't believe me. I was I was a twelve year old, and what do I know? So I, fearing for my life grabbed the wheel and pulled it luckily like we didn't flip over because that was stupid in itself but we drove into a gas station and we stayed there and we all watched this f-zero tornado pass by and dissipate yeah i'm like that's it reminds me of the exact same thing like i don't see anything i don't see anything i don't see any problem i don't see anything like that that is that is the worst thing in human nature that i really despise is like nobody does anything till it's almost too late and this is, is easily spiraling out of control. Again, some epidemiologists have said that it's possible that at this point in the the spread that there could be up to 500,000 people infected. If the numbers hold up at, at that rate, even with the underreported and possibly false numbers of death rates, which are lingering between 1% and 3%, you'd still have ten to 30,000 people who could be dead right now. That that within itself, how many weeks has it been? It's been about four. Uh, no, it's been about six to eight weeks. That's insane. Thirty thousand people in eight weeks. In eight weeks. That, <laughs> and like uh, we were doing the math on the contagion. Remember? Yeah. 
on the if there's fifteen thousand people, oh, what was it? How fast oh. is it when it spread? Yeah. At that, yeah, at those numbers, the infected rate would double every two weeks. What was the nice number that we were talking about? The nice number uh, for possible deaths or the possible infections. Infections. The nice number would state that within six months we'd be looking at over two hundred million people yeah. infected. And then, like, we did the math, like, uh, times and times and times. Remember, times. Yeah, it would multiply it. Oh, how right. many people per infection? Or, or, like, one person infects if, four? Well, the, the, the standard, according to uh, epidemiologists, is about four to seven okay, people so infected. Okay, 15,000 times four. You do that math, and then you keep doing yeah, that Yeah, 200,000, then 200,000 turns into a million, turns into 10 million, turns into... 100 million. It's scary. That's scary shit. And like, if it multiplies that every, according to according to the, some of the data, if it multiplies in, if it doubles every two weeks without any form of control over it, yeah, those numbers easily jump into the tens of, or hundreds of millions yeah, that, very quickly. Those numbers are insane and scary. When we did that math, it literally jumped up to 200 million in like in the matter of like I think it was more really, uh, closer to three, four months. Yeah, and, that's and to make com- to compound matters in the UK, they've actually had a breakthrough in in the vaccines, uh, but unfortunately, testing it would would take about two weeks, and they don't believe that they'd have it ready even at the accelerated rate uh, due to the easing of the regulations for uh, for production. Um, they don't think they'd have one available till at the very least summer. That's five months of this thing continuing its path. I guess it's just uh, it's just like an 18 wheeler like just full of fucking contagions and just coming right at you and you can't do anything about yeah, it yeah at this point and especially when you're not informed yeah if you don't have these numbers because remember if you just take the most recent outbreak which was the SARS virus they underreported how many people were infected they, they reported that it was only about 8,000 people. It turned out that it was 20,000 people. They reported that it had a 6% death rate. Uh, and it turned out that the death or the, the official real death the uh, infection rate was at more, closer to 12. And if you fudge numbers like that, like if you don't tell the truth about the numbers, like that that only gives... And that was from a natural epidemic. Yeah, then if you, if you fudge numbers like that, and if... You, you don't tell, well, really it's 15,000 when it really it's like 150,000 people. Like, that, that is not negligible math. No, that is, that, is, that is a number that can very easily kill people at, at a rate that is, is far worse than what SARS ever did. It's very, it's very reminiscent to 28 weeks later. Oh, of course, yeah. And uh, the disinformation campaign due to the, the, the idea of... of a safety theater, political theater. My favorite, my favorite virus movie of all time. By the oh, way. of course, no, yeah, because that one's it's very realistic to how things would actually go down. The governments of the world will try to keep everything from being a, a panicked state. Yeah, and even with that being the case, like we, it doesn't matter that panic would ensue. What matters is that the people will be so under-informed that they wouldn't know how to handle the situation. <laughs> That's exactly what happened in the movie. Is that they weren't honest to the people that hey. This very easily can happen again. Don't fuck around. And they didn't say any of that. They didn't. They weren't honest on what they were doing. Also, mm-hmm. that they had people with a plague still. That they had people that were still infected. And yet, because of that lack of information, the virus just spread like mm-hmm. a freaking freight train and just completely just took it over. ravaged that whole area. Even though they were the they were the ones who had set up the uh, the containment perimeter and the parameters for safety. 
Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like what's going on here. Like, of course, of course, in a different level, like not in such a sci-fi horror kind of way. But no, this is this is this is worse. This is real horror. It's real. It's this real is horror. real horror. You're mm-hmm. seeing you're seeing them manipulate information. You're seeing them disseminate false information. You're seeing them try to control the narrative just purely for political gain and safety. You know, like uh, I was telling you the other day about the movie Parasite. It's a completely different movie, but the the it's considered a horror a horror movie, and it has no like no horror. It does, but like the majority of the movie is real life. Mm-hmm. And the thing that the, I saw break down on the video is like, there's nothing scarier than things in real life that are portrayed on screen because it reminds you, this could easily happen to you. Yep. And this is the exact same thing with with uh, with the virus. Is like you can't make this any more scarier because it's real life. Yes. It's happening. It's a thing. It doesn't care if you believe it or not. It doesn't care if you fudge the numbers. It will spread. It will do what it's going to do, whether you like it or not. And that's just the way things are, which is why containing it, containing the information that could possibly be helpful to the rest of the world makes no sense. No, it doesn't. I mean, through a government power, it does, but at the same time, it's like, screw your government power. Like, it doesn't, it does not matter. I honestly would have so much more respect for China or any other country that would be honest about the numbers that, uh, that's going on, and if it needed help uh, trying to contain the virus. But uh, that's not the way things work, unfortunately. No, of course not. And then on top of the situation, when you continue to disseminate false information or manipulate the information that you that people need to know, you lose things like in Taipei, the Academia Sinica, the, a, one of their reputable researchers found, or believes, I should say, that the virus, be, uh, being that it is an RNA virus, could actually be unkillable. That it would be part of your DNA and you would continue to replicate and expose people to it even after you've been treated. Meaning that it could be just the same as a flu. That it could become in a, in a yearly resurgence in a different a mutated super form. Flu. A super flu with a much, much stronger infection rate and a much, much stronger uh, mortality rate for people who have the ACE2 uh, receptor that's the thing that I never understood about Hollywood, is that uh, they always try to they always have a hard time uh, making movies about horror. I'm like, and if you would just make things about real life, uh, put real things that happen in real life into movies, it would be the scariest thing in the world. Because right now I'm fucking scared. I'm not gonna lie to you. And in all reality, I mean, you you shouldn't be scared, but you should be prepared and. You know, a healthy dose of fear does get you going into the right direction. But, yeah, life is far scarier. Not panicking, scared. Like, it's scary. It's a scary thought, like, uh, to believe a a virus like that is part of your DNA permanently. Mm -hmm. And you're constantly, basically... You're a walking time bomb. Yeah, you're a walking time bomb. It's half-life. You're... you're, It's half-life, but in reverse. Yeah. It's getting stronger, not weaker. Yes. And that right there... Is scary. 